This is Did You Know, the short and sweet podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs that want to keep up with the latest changes in digital marketing and social media. Learn from two guys that know a thing or two about helping businesses increase sales and exposure, Will Hankey and Andrew McCauley. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 32 of Did You Know? My name is Andrew McCauley from Autopilot Your Business. On today's show, we have lots of things going on. Of course, the Olympics are about to kick off. We've got lots of changes or lots of additions to some of the social platforms as they get ready for the Olympic craziness that's about to happen. Of course, Will Hankey is here to discuss all of this. G'day, Will. Andrew, how are you today? I am wonderful. I am getting ready for the Olympics. Uh, are you into the Olympics, Will? Uh, you know what? If if I happen to surf past the channel, I'll probably watch it. But that's about it. Yeah, see, I was brought up on the Olympics. Like, we watched it. It was like a, almost a holiday. Usually, the Olympics were on a and a holiday when I was at school, so you always be able to watch them all day. But depending on what type, what what part of the world they're on, sometimes it's a little hard to watch them on you know middle of the night. But um, I'm excited right. that they're not too far away from me. Well, being in the US and they're in Brazil, the time difference is not so bad. If I was back in Australia, I'd be watching at 2 a.m. or something like that. So uh, I'm sort of excited about watching them in normal hours this year. Yeah, well, I will say uh, of all the things that we have to talk about today. Uh, for once, the Olympics is probably the the most uh, different pieces of articles. You know, usually it's it's dominated by Facebook or Twitter or something like this, but there's there's nothing that's outstanding other than the Olympics. Yeah, definitely. Now, before we get into the Olympics, because we do want to share a couple of things that uh, some of these platforms are doing, let's discuss some of the tools. What what's a new tool or a new resource that you've been playing around with uh, in the last week or so? All right. Well, I've been using uh, an app on my phone called Cash App, and it's a and it's an app from Square, which everybody's probably familiar with. Uh, but it lets you transfer money back and forth, which is no big deal. I mean, you can do that on on Facebook Messenger. You can do that in other places, but it doesn't cost anything to to move money around between uh, bank accounts for personal use, which is kind of cool. So. Uh, you know, if, if the kids need five bucks, you know, for gas or something, I can just log on my app, send it over and it doesn't cost me anything, which is kind of cool. Yeah. What's cool is that you can actually get gas for $5 in your part of the world. <laughs> California, you're not going to get much more than a dribble, but uh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, we used, um, we used the Facebook messenger for maybe just a couple weeks when one of the kids found the cash app and, uh, there's no sense in paying those fees if you don't have to. Now, for business, you can also use the Cash App, but there are fees associated. Hmm. Are they? Uh, do you know the fees roughly? Are they are they comparative to, say, a PayPal or a bit cheaper? Oh, I would say it's probably comparative or maybe a little cheaper. It's a Square product, yeah. so I'm sure that they're trying to undermine Facebook or I mean, I'm sorry, uh, PayPal just very slightly. Yeah. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> Uh, excellent, excellent. So that's called Cash App. You can find this on our show notes too at at redcanoemedia.com. Uh, is there a forward slash? Did you meet? Yep. Did you know? That's right. Slash. Did you know? There you go. Um, well, I, I tell you what, I've been playing with. And I've been playing this for a little while. It's not just this week, but I I do want to share it because it is one of my favorite apps that I've been using, and that's called My Speed with by Enounce. Now I use this on my desktop. Um, but it lets me watch videos at two, two to, or three times the speed if I want to without sounding like a chipmunk. 
You know, when sometimes you watch those <laughs> blah, 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 really, really quick stuff. Um, this lets you watch them so you can still understand what the people are saying. Um, you know, you know, you just get on a webinar and if it's a replay and you, you don't have an hour to watch the webinar, but you want to watch it, um, this lets you watch it in 25, 30 minutes, you know, understanding everything without missing a beat. Um, it used to be very good with Chrome, although Chrome's done an update in the last couple of months and it's um, playing havoc with uh, this particular product. Although if I want to watch videos now, I'll go straight over to Firefox to watch them because it still works perfectly well with Firefox. So um, that's my little app that I love playing with and I really couldn't get through lots of education without it, I think. Yeah, so is this uh, like a, a Firefox extension that you yeah. have to download? It's an, it's an extension. Uh, well, it's, an ex it's, a, it's an extension that happens either f on your Fire Firefox or your Chrome. Okay. Um, but there is a, I think it might be a $10 price fee for it. Um, but it just, it's great. I, I, I live on it. It, it's, it sounds, there. yeah, it sounds very cool. I've actually heard of people, uh, listening to podcasts, things of that sort at 2X, uh, purely for a productivity reasons. I do. If I'm driving, I want to get through a, you know, 30 minute podcast and I want to get it out in maybe 20 minutes. I, I, I usually don't, don't like the 2X on a podcast. Um, but I do like it on one and a half because then I can hear it, understand it, and take what I need to take out of it. Yeah, pretty cool. So we'll link that up in the show notes. Definitely, definitely. So let's kick into uh, the big news of the week. Uh, where do you want to start? Should we start with the Olympics? <laughs> yeah, we could do that. That'd be fine. The, we were going to talk about uh, the Google Map ads, but uh, you know we kind of teased that last week. And then there's been absolutely no new information about that at all. Okay, so we'll we'll talk about that when when we do hear information, we'll uh, we'll we'll circle back with that Google Map ads because that's going to be interesting too. Yep. Um, but I guess okay, before we do jump into the Olympics, let's talk about Instagram. There's a big, 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 big change happened this week. I think Tuesday they rolled it out. I noticed it Tuesday morning, and uh, a lot of other people did too. And that's the Instagram Stories. Yeah, my daughter, uh, she came down to work on Tuesday and said, "Dad, have you heard about Instagram?" And I said, "What?" And uh, she had already known about this, the new stories thing. So, yeah. uh, of course, everybody's, you know, the, the first thing that you hear is it's going to be the Snapchat killer. And, uh, you know, I don't really think that's the case. No, I don't think it's the case either. Um, but if you haven't heard, when you log into your Instagram account now up the top, especially on the, um, I think on all the accounts, uh, across the top, you'll see people who have been creating stories recently. You tap on that and you can watch a little story. Very, very, very similar to what Snapchat have got. Um I'm yet to see anything that's exciting, but that's just just because it's new. I'm, I'm not 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 going to be long before people start making some really interesting stories. I have right. not created my own yet, but I am planning to do that this weekend. Yeah. So last week we talked about uh, Facebook coming up with something called I think they were going to call it Quick Updates. That was kind of like a Snapchat type thing, and and of course Facebook is you know. Uh, Instagram's owned by Facebook. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of interesting to see how these two are, are maybe working together or going to be working together down the road. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they sort of join forces and bring it all together. So it becomes yeah. a, a super app, if you like. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that's what's going on with Instagram stories. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. I, there was talk about um, that you could... Uh, photos and videos in your story disappear after 24 hours and they right. don't they don't appear on your profile 
you know, um, the reactions, the conversations uh, all stay private as well. So you don't really have to worry about overposting because, you know, some people don't want to be overposting on their Instagram account. So that's, uh, that's interesting that it disappears after 24 hours too, very a la Snapchat. It is, isn't it? And, and, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, like you said, how many people uh, start to use these these different things for marketing purposes as well. You know, yeah, um, same deal stories. You can share them with friends, select friends only. Yeah. You can hide them from other people. So uh, let's see how that works. Let's see how it works. But once again, video and imagery is taking the reins of the social media platforms. <laughs> so we do have some other uh, Instagram news as well. Uh, they're making it easier to hide comments. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, you know, in the wake of Taylor Swift, I'm sure you've been following Taylor Swift regularly, but uh, in the wake of all her trolls the other week, the other month or whatever it was when she had some issues going on, Instagram basically are rolling out a feature that lets users filter out words or phrases that they find offensive in their comment streams. Oh, very nice. That's yeah. Cool. That's really good, you know, because I'm getting all the time, you know, I get all the time, hey, Insta followers or follow this or you need a thousand more followers and blah, blah, blah. And right. they're all just spammy bots trying to get you to sign up for their crappy app that gets you ridiculously irrelevant <laughs> followers. Right. Um, so, um, you, and, and the other thing they're rolling out too, by the way, is users can actually opt to not let comments on posts at all. Oh, interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know um, if it is or not, to be honest, because, you know, Instagram's uh, algorithm change came around uh, early June. Um, they, uh, ro they rolled out their, their algorithm change, which means that they you were seeing more posts of people that you interact with. Now, if you can't interact with somebody, you can't comment on their, on their um, picture or their image or their post, then that engagement disappears. Right. So how do they justify showing you somebody in their in your feed if you're not engaging with them i'm sure you can still like them but i think it just gives it that that little bit more um control over if you're commenting on somebody regularly then obviously instagram are going to know that you're interacting with that person more and more yeah so yeah. i don't know how that's going to work do they give you the option to shut down comments after a certain amount of time i don't know about that I you know, like know. like you see on some websites, comments are now closed. You know, sometimes you see that. That would be yeah. a, um, maybe an interesting feature. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But at the moment, they're rolling it out to um, the influencers or the celebrity accounts, and then they're going to roll out to the other people uh, as we go forward from here. So, um, yeah, don't know, don't know if they're going to do that or not. Um, we'll just watch this space. I guess if there's a lot of requests for it, maybe. But then why would you? I don't get why you'd want to do that. Is there, can you see a reason why you'd want to stop comments after a certain time? Not necessarily, unless it just got out of hand, like, you know, the Taylor Swift thing, yeah, where right. you just want to kind of shut it off. But uh, maybe this will solve that entire thing. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, there you go. So that's what's going on with uh, Instagram this week. They've got lots of things going on, hey? <laughs> they do, don't they? <laughs> they do. Yeah, uh, move over to Facebook. Facebook pages are getting shops and services sections. What do you know about that? Well... Uh, in in Asia, uh, this is predominantly a lot in Asia, but um, they are rolling out. Uh, well, they've put out they've put out these two new options: um, products and, and services. So you can now, as a company, showcase your products um, with prices and all that sort of stuff too. So um, 
it's uh, bang. You all right? You fell off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're amazed at this information, right? <laughs> um, so basically, um, it's you know, it's letting it's letting businesses create um, like a like a a small mini e-commerce platform inside their Facebook page. Um, if they've got products, if they've got services, um, you know, pl- if you've got a plumber or, or a, um, you've got a different list of offerings that you've got, then you can uh, you can put that on your page too. So it makes it easy for people to find that information that they're looking for and decide whether they sort of want to work with your business or not. So um, they're rolling out. I, I've, I'm just trying to find out if I, it was really big in Asia or Southeast Asia, like the top 10 countries were all Asian, pretty much Asian or some of the um, South American countries and they wanted to roll yeah. it out roll it out there first to see how it was going to work and if it worked really well then they're going to roll it out to the rest of the Facebook community yeah almost all Asian companies and then there's uh, Mexico right in the middle of that oh there you go yeah yeah still that's pretty cool that you know you're going to be able to put some products right on your page uh, we'll see if you know if they're going to end up dipping into that where they get a, a you know a chunk of the, the sale price or something like that we'll, we'll have to see what happens here yeah, it's an interesting play because, you know, as they're tightening the um, screws for publishers and content and making it harder and harder for us to put good content out there, and even if we're paying for it, it's still more of a challenge because we're, we're up against so many other people. And then they come and add this to it. I wonder if they're going to say, you know what, if you pay for your, some ads, you will get this more prominently featured. Mm-hmm. Interesting to see how that's going to play out too. You know, the other thing uh, is how many times do you go to an actual Facebook uh, page to look at something? I mean, you might go there the first time to like it, you know, and maybe see what they have for the the recent updates. But after that, it's just part of your feed and you don't necessarily go back and visit their, you know, that company's page. Then this is this is the big problem that everyone's uh, up and down about because. You know, 2014 when they when they made the whole pay-to-play scenario where Facebook pages disappeared off the Facebook news feeds, <laughs> about right. you know three to five percent of the people that followed that page got to see those news feeds, so you had to pay for them. And now they're even making that harder. Um, yeah. They came out and said that just recently that uh, even if you're paying for it, it's still going to be more of a challenge. So once again, you know, you're right. Three out of every hundred people might go to your page. Not many people yeah. go there regularly. Yeah. So when does it become even worth the time to upload your products or your services onto your page, you know? Especially if you've got a fair few products to upload. Right. Yeah. Right. So anyway, I guess we'll watch this space and see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. There must be a reason why they're doing it. I mean, maybe they're they're going to drive traffic to it in a different way. I don't know. We'll see. Watch this or space. Or like I said, take a portion of the, of the sale price. If anybody out there and they really want to know the answer, just stick to it. stick with us. Listen to Did You Know? We'll come up with an answer for you very, very soon. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's clickbait, by the way. And clickbait is getting more strangled on Facebook, too. But that's another, <laughs> that's another topic. It sure is. Uh, also, um, Facebook's uh, birthday gift, I guess you could say, to users was uh, some 45-second videos. Yeah. So, so uh, do you know much about this? I do not. Okay. I have. I guess it came out after my birthday. Damn it. Um. So. So you know the the they've been putting out posts with friends, uh, videos with friends. So some of the friends that you've been connected with longest, they'll put a little video together and show some photos that you two have shared and that sort of stuff, which have been pretty cool. Uh, but now what they're doing is rolling out birthday photos, and from what I can tell, the videos are going to be all about um, the uh, the the 
posts or the comments that people have put for your birthday on your timeline. Interesting. Yeah. And then they're just going to kind of mash it together into a, a, a little video. video. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting to see, um, I get, it'd be fun. I've got to wait a fair while for that. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a, it's a, you'll feel good after you watch it. It's a nice feel good thing. Yeah. Good on your Facebook. Well done. <laughs> I'd like to know, what's your job description? My job description is I make videos for people's birthdays. Oh, yeah, how many of those do you make? 1.59 billion of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. Um, so basically, they function like a you know, Friends Day video. So um, they're going to see a prompt atop their news feeds on their birthdays, after which they can preview the videos before they go live and add or remove specific posts. So, so if I wrote something nasty for your birthday, which I'd never do, um, you would see that. You could preview it. You could remove it so it doesn't turn up in your little video feed. Oh, that's kind of cool. So even though they're mashing them together, it's somewhat dynamic if you want to. Yeah, you get, you get a bit of a say in it. Yeah. Oh, very good. Okay. But the fact is it's still your birthday and you can't get rid of that fact. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but you don't have to deal with it for another year after that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else we got? What else we got? Um, some Pinterest news. The uh, uh, people over at Pinterest are finally launching a fully integrated native video player. Yeah, really. So if, um, you've always been able to play videos or put videos on Pinterest from YouTube and that sort of stuff. But um, uh, the new video player that they've got uh, is basically going to hit Pinterest over the next couple of months. They've, they've, they've seen a massive increase in the video watching or the video uh, consumption on Pinterest, um, especially on the how-to videos that they've got on there. So they sort of said, well, let's uh, let's make a bit more, uh, let's make more, more robust. Let's put a proper player on there so you can actually watch videos um, in our, inside our own player. So there, I would assume at some point there's going to be preference given to those. You know, Facebook did this. A while ago, where all of a sudden, if you uploaded a video straight to Facebook versus sharing a link from YouTube, it would get seen more. I'm assuming Pinterest is going to do the same sort of thing. That's a pretty good assumption, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. I'm guessing that would be the case. Yeah, so if, if you are creating videos and uh, you're uploading them to various places, now you have another one to add to the list. Think about this. Think about this. If they've got control of the video player, what can they do with that? Of course, they're going to put ads in there. Um, if you're just putting a YouTube video up, you, they don't have control of the ads. So it's a smart move. They, they're going to want to uh, monetize that as much as they can. So if they see a 60% increase over the past year of uh, video watches, then it makes sense for them to take control of the platform and put some ads on there when they need to. It certainly does. Yeah, I mean, it's a smart move. Yeah, if you're a betting man, you might put some money on Pinterest stocks and uh, see how that grows. Yeah, yeah. I also saw something about them uh, updating the visual search. I know we don't have a, a piece about that, but I, I just saw something this morning uh, that they're updating that a little bit too as well. So, hmm, Okay. Don't know anything about that, so I can't comment. Yeah, yeah, but that'll be good. I mean, we, we talked about that, what, three four months ago now? Yeah. Uh, about the, the visual search, which we thought about at the time it was going to be pretty huge. So it'll be interesting to see what updates come out in the next week about that. Yes, yes. All right, well, let's jump over to LinkedIn. I, I, this is another thing that I just heard about, but I know nothing about, and that's that uh, link, 
and is now allowing influencers to create 30-second videos, although from what I understand, they're pretty hard to find at this point. Welcome to the party of videos, LinkedIn. Glad, <laughs> glad you're uh, welcome to 2012. So, um, you know, they're finally dipping their toes into videos and they've picked about 500 specific influencers who are now able to create 30-second videos. So that's nice if there's anyone on LinkedIn actually watching them. So, um, you know, they're, they're finally letting it happen. <laughs> they're going to keep an eye on it and then they're probably going to roll out that to everybody. Um, but, uh, yeah, 30-second videos. Um, I guess they've had to update their servers to accommodate these extra bandwidth that's going to about to hit LinkedIn if, if it does take up. But... You know, I don't know if it's a little too late, little too little too late for LinkedIn for that sort of stuff because everyone else has got videos and now they're trying to play catch up with 30 second videos. That's it. Hmm. Right. What do you think about that? Well, the 30 seconds is probably because for the exact reason that they need to boost up all the servers and that's probably all they can handle for the moment. Yeah, really. But yeah. Now, the other thing is, you know, they were acquired by Microsoft, so this could be some have some sort of a Skype tie-in to it as well. I mean, you never know. That could be a good point. Good point. Yep. So was, yep. what's this space? Yep. Don't get me wrong. I, I do love LinkedIn. I've always loved it. I just don't think it's as good as what it was. And I think they need to do some changes to make it work better than what it is right now. Yeah. Hopefully with the new owners, that'll happen. Mm-hmm. Let's hope so. Yeah. What else we got? Snapchat. They've launched a ton of location-based geo stickers. So, um, and I th- is this only in Australia? I think I saw no, something about that. No, 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 no. So geo stickers. Um, Snapchat's had geo stickers in it. Well, yeah. they've had geo stickers before, but they've these well, they've had stickers in specific places, which I thought were geo stickers. But these ones are a little different. They're available in uh, LA, New York, San Francisco, Washington, Honolulu. London, Sydney, San Paulo, Paris, and in Saudi Arabia as well. Um, users will have to have location services enabled to access them. They can be sent to friends through chat messages as well as placed on top of snaps. So okay. um, so they're just some new stickers they're rolling out for those places. I have not seen them yet, um, and I'm sure you've been onto them all over the place, but unfortunately they're not where you live, so you can't use them, right? Right, yeah, I'm gonna, it's a good reason, it's a good excuse to go to Paris. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think I might go to Honolulu before Paris right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there you go, That's what that, they've just rolled those out, so uh, get on those if you're excited about those. Good one. Yep, very good. Uh, Twitter is, uh, let's see, they're adding some custom filtering, custom metrics to their ads manager section. Yeah, I don't know a lot about this, um, except that they are doing exactly that. They're, beta, <laughs> they're, they're basically beta testing some new versions of its ads manager. So they're going to try, a, they're going to roll it out in the coming months if it works pretty well. Um, but you know, just some more metrics, some different other, some different other types of uh things that they're rolling out i guess they're taking some leaf out of uh facebook ads manager because ads manager and by the way power editor is about to change this weekend we're going to predict the news for next week power editor is about to change (laughs) um but this uh the new features in ads manager will be um 
filtering, like they're, they're introducing filtering and that sort of stuff, which means you can control a lot more of your dashboard view. So having those custom filters is going to be good for your campaigns. Um, but I guess it's not going to be too much different than what Facebook can already do anyway, if you're using Facebook ads. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you run any Twitter ads? No, I don't. Um, I don't. I want to. Uh, start them up again. I used to, but I haven't. I haven't since they've updated their platform about a couple months ago. So I really haven't used them at all. I uh, I went and tried about two months ago to to start doing some, and I didn't realize I was logged in as my personal instead of my uh, company uh-huh. account. Uh-huh. And they came back and said you can't show ads because of uh, language and various things that I may have said on Alleg- Twitter. Allegedly. Allegedly. Although I'm sure you could search and find it. <laughs> so, uh, so, and you know what? I, I was like, nah, not that big of a deal. So I never even went back to, to apply as the business name. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what they're doing. That's their update. Um, but as I said, coming in the coming months, I'm sure we'll talk about it too when they roll out and people will talk about it when everyone can have a play. Yep, yep. That's it for Twitter. Uh, big news from Apple TV, and I know you're excited about this. Uh, they've come out with a, a remote app specifically for iOS. I was so excited. You know, yesterday I, I went to the shops to buy a new battery for my Apple TV remote. And uh, when I heard that we've got an app now that I can use to control my TV from my iPhone, as long as the TV and the phone are on the same Wi-Fi network, I am so excited because we keep losing that bloody remote. Every time I look for it, it's either down the crack of the couch or the kids have got it in their room. It's so annoying, but I know my phone's in my pocket and I can control this TV any time I want now. So, That's uh, pretty cool. But you yeah. have to be on the same Wi-Fi network. Is that just because they want you to be within range of the TV? or? Yeah, I think I think the, your, your Apple TV runs through the internet, obviously. And, and if you're on the same, it means you don't have to pair your phone or anything like that. It's just running through the same Wi-Fi network. It knows that that phone is connected to that Apple TV and somebody else can't generally walk in and change channels on you with their phone. Because <laughs> yeah, we just think about that, that would suck if I could get onto the local, everyone else's TV around here, I could go and start playing Havoc with their TV viewing. So, That'd be yeah, kind of fun. It would be, if, if you were the person doing the Havoc. <laughs> So, um, so there was, there was a, oh, by the way, so, so let me add to this. There was a, there was an iTunes remote app, um, and that lets you do, um, there, there was a, there was a previous app that lets you do stuff, but this new one, if you've got new TV, so we've got the old generation Apple TV, which so it works with that. But if you've got the new, the new generation Apple TV, it actually, Siri works with it as well. So, um, you can say to your phone, Hey Siri, blah, blah, blah. Look for the, oh, so Siri starts up on my phone as I'm talking to you. How crazy! So um, <laughs> so you can go and uh, find find Apple TV menus. It can go and do all sorts of things like Siri can. So that's pretty cool. Um, and also with a new TV, if you've got Apple TV games, um, you can use your phone as part of the uh, game controls too for um for the games that are on there. So that's pretty cool as well. That's very cool. I don't have one, so you know. I can't speak to it. I'm excited about it. That's all I can tell you. There you go. <laughs> well, good. Well, let's uh, let's jump over to all the different things going on with the uh, Olympics this week. Yeah, we don't have to sell a lot. We don't have to say a lot of things, but understand that there are changes and new additions. So Twitter, Vine, Periscope are all putting out new features. Um, of course, Twitter's got a whole bunch of uh, emojis 
for all of the 207 teams that are are uh, being represented at the Olympics, including right. the refugee Olympic team. I didn't know there wasn't a refugee Olympic team, but there is a refugee Olympic team. Oh, very good. Um, so you put in your hashtag three-letter country code and you get your little flag flown for the country you're looking after. Um, then you've also got um, 50 other Olympic and sport emojis too that can be triggered by different hashtags as well. Um, then you've got um, moments, inside the moments on Twitter, moments tab, you can actually follow the country that you're after. So in my case, if I'm going to look, chase, uh, keep an eye on Australian results, I can create a little Australian-specific moment so that I can see what's going on with all the moments from the Australian sports because I know that I will not see anything from Australia over here on NBC, <laughs> except American stuff. Yeah, so, but that's kind of cool that you could just create your own little stream. Yeah. Totally, totally. So that's pretty, yeah, it is really cool. So um, that's that. Then there's got uh, Periscope is going to have a special channel with Rio 216 content. Um, and Vine's going to have their own special explore section as well. So when Vine users double tap the Vines from the Olympics account um, and the various team accounts, they're going to see the Olympic flames uh, rather than a heart. So, hmm. yeah, pretty cool. So, um that is what's going on with all of that sort of stuff. Twitter has also got a tour bus that's cruising around the city, offering free Wi-Fi and displaying live tweets and Periscope broadcasts on its windows. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's a pretty cool little feature. Um, yeah. And then um, what else have we got? We've got, uh, so that's those three. Then we've got uh, Facebook. <clears throat> Excuse me. Facebook has got uh, some features that they're rolling out as well. Uh, you can have um, temporary profile picture frames to support your country. Uh, you've got country flag masks that can be added to photos and videos, including Facebook okay. Live videos via the MSQRD application, which means that basically you can, it'll all automatically put a face, like a painted face over your face. Oh, okay. I've seen, I've seen somebody do that before. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't look silly enough, you can look really silly by doing that as well. And uh, those actually look pretty cool. I mean, they're they're pretty realistic for for just being some sort they of. They are, yeah, I agree. They they really are. They look really good. So, um, so yeah, so that's what they're doing. And was there anyone else that's doing something? Do I remember? I think uh, YouTube sent fifteen people down to the games to yes. uh, share live videos. Uh, and some 360-degree videos, which would be pretty cool to see. Yeah, so that's right. That's right. they got YouTube uh, in, um, creators going down there to create all sorts of stuff down there too. So that's going to be that's going to be interesting for them as well, YouTube. That's right. Yep, yep. And then the last bit of news uh, is that uh, I just heard something about this, that you're not allowed to use the Rio2016 hashtag on Twitter. Yeah, you're not allowed to use it. Don't, mm -hmm. don't be bad. Don't be bad, all right? Don't use it. You're living on the edge. Really? Right, so, I don't know how they're going to so, control it, but anyway, yeah, don't use it. So use Olympics 2016 or something else. In fact, we've got a list of hashtags, right, that 10 Olympic hashtags uh, that are going to be popular for the Olympics. So we'll put, a, we'll put that link in there so that you can see what the best ones are for you. Yeah. Yeah, there is an interesting kind of marketing side to this with the with the fact that they're saying you can't use that tag, that it's only for sponsors or official sponsors of the Olympics. How in the world did the Olympics lock that down and then, 
you know, if that's the case, is Twitter actively filtering out everybody else who's using that tag, you know, yeah. and, and well, it's, kind but, of but it's not just Twitter. I mean, you've got Instagram, you've got Facebook, Google Plus, you've got everything, everyone that uses a hashtag. There is no right. and, ownership. Yeah, nobody hashtag. owns a hashtag. That's right. So, I don't know, crazy, crazy, crazy. The other, yeah. uh, the other update is Google is also going to be, um, up, uh, they're going to be keeping it users up to date with the news and events from the games in the search. So you're going to actually see result uh, event schedules, medal counts, and athlete information within the search results. So um, when users search on Google app on iOS and Android, they're going to have the option to receive automatic updates on the top event and the medal win wins as the game progresses. Interesting. So, I was wondering if you're going to say it was an opt-in or opt-out kind of deal. Yeah, so you I mean, you're going to have also uh, video highlights are also going to be available in Google searches too, because sometimes you want to hear or you hear about an event or a race or some athlete, and you want to go and see what happened, and you've got yeah. to hope that somebody uploaded it to YouTube, or you've got to hope some news station is going to play a GIF of it or something. So they're going to let you do that too. So there's also going to be 360 degree videos as well, which will be really cool. Yeah, those are going to be great. I'm, I'm eager to see some of those. Yeah, interesting. Here's a quick stat for you. YouTube said that in the, 12, in the past 12 months, over 23,000 years of content were watched on YouTube for the four most popular Olympic game sports. So athletics, gymnastics, diving, and swimming, and volleyball. Interesting. Yeah, isn't it? 23,000 years, just in the last 12 months on those sports alone. And that's just what was watched, not was necessarily watched. what was generated. It was just watched. Yep, yep. Yeah. So uh, that is a wrap for the Olympics, I think. There's nothing else that we need to cover. I think we're nearly at the top of the half hour, right on cue. Yeah, um, So if somebody does want to go and find some show notes and some links to the things that we've been talking about today, where can they go, Will? Best place to go would be to redcanoemedia.com slash digiknow. And uh, you can listen to the latest uh, podcast there. And you can also subscribe on iTunes through that link. If you do subscribe and you like what you're hearing, leave us a review. We'd love to hear your reviews. Um, we might have to start giving some shout-outs for people doing reviews too, I think. So uh, if you want to leave us a review, we would appreciate it and uh, look forward to seeing you next week when we have a massive amount of news coming your way. <laughs> um, Will, thank you very much. You bet. See you later, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the DigiNo Podcast. Check out all of the show notes and resources mentioned in today's episode at redcanoemedia.com.